Welcome to Mic Drop, the only public speaking podcast you need. It is a podcast where we unlock the secrets to becoming a confident and compelling communicator in order to transform your personal and professional life. I'm your host, Dr. Vioma Shah, and I'm so thrilled to embark on this journey with you. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mic Drop, the only public speaking podcast you need. Thank you so much for being here and happy new year. I want to start off by apologizing for my extended break. I needed some time off as I was beginning some new transitions. I just started a new job. It was moving all of the stress of the holidays. So it's been a lot, but I'm so happy to be back and I've been flooded with a lot of warm comments and questions and proposals for what you guys want to see next, which is why I'm so excited for today's topic. I'm going to be talking about the power of visual aids. So I'm talking about things like how to use slides right, props, graphics, even your laser pointer. So you really want to stay tuned for what's to come. So visual aids are a dynamic tool that can engage your audience and it really helps to clarify complex ideas as long as it's done right. So whether you're a seasoned speaker or you're just starting on your public speaking journey, this episode will be packed with insights and practical tips to help you harness the power of visuals in your presentations. So before we dive into the specifics of visuals, let's understand why they matter so much. I remember when I first started public speaking, I just didn't know what to do with my hands. I was conscious about my gestures. I was like, am I using my hands too much? Am I using them too little? Am I using the laser pointer right? And all of these types of things created anxiety while I was presenting. But it was soon that I realized that I don't just have to plan out my script. I can also plan out how I'm going to be using my visuals. And it's so important because as we all know, humans are visual learners. That's how we learn the best. So when you're trying to communicate something across to someone, having visuals and graphics that portray the message correctly is of the utmost importance. So number one, they enhance understanding, right? So visuals simplify complex information, making it easier for your audience to digest your message. Secondly, it increases engagement. When people see pictures, they're more likely to remember and have an emotional relationship with your, with your content. So they're naturally drawn into images and graphics and they're like, oh yeah, like I remember that picture and they'll start to have questions maybe that might not necessarily come just if you were to talk. So that actually is another thing. Retention. Studies show that people remember visuals better than text alone. When you have well-designed visuals, it evokes emotions in a part of your brain and it helps your message resonate on a deeper level. And the key to a successful presentation is that your audience has to remember it. 
if you made a meaningful impact to your audience, if you're trying to say something and it really touched someone or really impacted them in a certain way, they're much more likely to remember it. I've seen so many presentations in my whole life, but there have been, I would probably say around five or six that were truly extraordinary. I would say at least three of them have been incredible due to the use of visuals. I want to start off with slides. This is probably the most common visual aid that's used in presentations, right? You're asked to make a presentation. Well, you're going to think about doing a PowerPoint. So slides can be so powerful, right? But it can also be abused. And what I mean by that is they can be your biggest enemy if they are used incorrectly. We have all been there. We've seen when people have too much clutter on their slides and you're bored as heck. So the number one thing to remember on your slides, less is more. Try to avoid clutter as much as you can. Ask yourself, does this sentence really matter? Each slide should have maybe one to three main points and supporting visuals. I like to keep the text concise. And what I also like to do is bold the really key parts. So italicizing, bold, underlining. These three elements can really help just attract someone's attention when they look at a slide. So if they're scanning a slide, one of the first things that they're eyes are naturally going to be drawn towards is going to be something that's bolded, for instance. So make every word count. If you don't think it's vital to your presentation, get rid of it. Number two, honestly, design matters. <laughs> so you want to try to invest some time in creating visually appealing slides. This includes things like complementary colors, readable fonts, and high quality images. Not only does it increase your level of professionalism, but having something that's visually appealing just helps retain information better and it helps the person be more engaged with your content. I remember some of these presentations that I was just talking about, the ones that really stuck in my mind, they weren't like extreme. Like I wouldn't say that they had every color of the rainbow to make it eye-catching. They were simple, but still eye-catching. So maybe they had two or three colors, but they were nice and it was memorable. So design matters. But remember that with your slides, it's very easy to become just fact after fact after fact and lose connection between your slides. So similar to how I was telling you guys in my previous episodes, the concept of storytelling, your slides should tell a story. It should build up to something. It needs to complement your speech. You cannot just repeat what you're saying. This is the other issue that I have seen a lot of people do and they ask my help with. It's just that 
whatever they're saying, it's all written in the slides. And yeah, sure, you're going to want to elaborate, but you don't ever really want to read off of the slides because, you know, fortunately, most people can read. So why do they need you to talk it out? They need you for that emotional impact. They Sometimes people hear the story instead of just reading the story. So if you can summarize it in a nice way, if you can make it engaging, make anecdotes. So I like to put very little information on my slides and I like to talk a little bit more. And that really complements my speech, I think. Okay, now let's talk about props. We just talked about slides. I wanna talk about props because I think that they are objects that basically bring your presentation to life. Now, not every presentation is going to need a prop. So just because I'm telling you get a, you should use props doesn't mean that you have to use props to make an excellent presentation. In fact, I would say that 85% of my presentations don't involve props. But the ones that do... I feel like when I use them, it really helps bring my speech to life. So let's talk about the number one prop that people use. It's going to be a laser pointer. Oh my gosh, I have so much to say about using a laser pointer. It's not even funny. I can make a whole other episode about it. I just want to say, do not just hold your laser pointer and like sway it all around, all over your presentation. It distracts your audience. Please, please, please do not do that. What I like to do, and I was taught this by one of my mentors who is an excellent, excellent public speaker. What he likes to do is he likes to aim in the general area of what he's trying to say. So let's say like there's a sentence that he wants to bring an audience's attention to. He will point the laser pointer towards that direction and then press the button to turn on the laser and then just kind of guide it a little bit. And it's going to be kind of like an on off, maybe a slight little sway, but no big circles, no zigzags, nothing like that. You want your, uh, the patients or I'm sorry, I just had a long day of clinic. (laughs) You want your audience's eyes to follow the laser pointer. And if they are going all over the place, your audience will not enjoy it. So that's the first thing about laser pointers. So the second thing is you want to choose a relevant prop. So don't just choose props for the sake of it. You want to choose props that directly relate to your message. So for me, for example, when I give presentations about the eye, let's say I'm talking about a posterior vitreal detachment, and I'm trying to explain to a patient what that is. Now, I have a little mini speech prepared for that because I say this pretty much every single day to... 70% of my patients. And I have an eye model that really, really helps me. That is my prop. And I help guide the patient and explain this is the part of the eye that this is the pro this um, process affects. And I basically guide the patient 
through that process using the prop and they can visualize what's going on in their eyes and they can relate to it better. So that would be an example of a relevant prop. Next thing is you want to practice using your props smoothly. It's so awkward if you're if you don't know your prop well and then you're handling it kind of weird and it can distract your audience. So it also, you know, also makes you look like you're not prepared, which might not be the case. You've been preparing for your speech for weeks or months or whatever. And if you just don't know how to use your prop right, it's kind of embarrassing, right? So make sure you practice using your props smoothly. All right, so we've talked about slides and we've talked about props. Let's talk about graphics. So this is very interesting. I think there's a whole world out there. We have charts, we have graphs, we have tables, we have infographics. There's just an endless possibility. I personally don't really think it matters which, which graphic you use as long as the data in it is clear. So having done five years of research, a lot of the graphics that I've encountered, for instance, would be bar charts or even pie charts or box charts, things like that, where it's very statistically driven. And those are the types of graphics I've created. So what's really important is to use data that's clear. You want to think about how the material that you're presenting clarifies your data and explains the trends. And you really need to make sure that they're easy to understand. The way that I like to do this is reducing as much text as possible. So for example, it can be as simple as having one or two words in your X and Y axis, or having certain colors in your pie chart that stand out to explain, hey, this this, I, this is like a bigger piece of the pie and it just kind of makes your, your visuals pop a little bit more. So make sure they're really easy to understand and the data is not messy. For this, you need to be clear on your data first. Do you truly understand and do you have a mental summary of your data here? If you don't, you need to go back and think about your data first before you put it on your presentation. So the next thing that I want to talk about in the world of graphics is something called visual hierarchy. And this is where you're guiding your audience's attention based off of your design. So let me give you an example of something different, uh, something simple. Let's say you have three different texts in different sizes. So each one of them conveys a message. Now, if you have one text that's a really big font size, another text that's a medium font size, and another text that is small font size, which one do you think that your audience is going to look at first? Well, it's obviously going to be the biggest one, right? There have been so many instances where I have seen people in large text that doesn't really matter. And when I ask them, what is the true value of this particular thing that you want to stress? They don't really have a, a, a real explanation for it. So this is something that I want 
you guys to remember. Now, that's pretty much it for the visuals. We have talked about how to use slides. We've talked about how to use props. And we've talked about how to use different graphics. So here are some practical tips that I have for you to use visual aids effectively. This is what it really comes down to. Number one is going to be engaging your audience. That is mainly what the visuals are about. Not it, There is a big part of it, which is going to be understanding. You want to make sure your audience is able to understand your message and visuals help a lot with that. But your audience has to be engaged first. So encourage interaction using pictures. Humans are visual creatures. Ask questions, invite comments, use polls. These are all visual aids that can really enhance and engage your audience. The second thing is relevance. Always ensure that your visuals directly support your message. Do not put it in. Whether that's text, graphics, props, or anything, I do not care. Do not put anything in that does not directly support your message. Next, make sure your visuals are easy to understand. It Do not overcomplicate it, please. It needs to be very simple, very easy to understand, and easy to look at. That is going to go a long way. It will still be professional. It will still look nice. It'll look clean and your main message will get across. A lot of times we want to put a lot of information on slides, but the takeaway message is maybe one or two points. Think about how you can use your visual to just tell your audience those one or two points. All right, guys, now that you've learned the power of visual aids, it's time to put this knowledge into action. Please experiment with these slides, props, and graphics in your next presentation and let me know how it goes. Email me at micdropspeaking at gmail.com. I'll see you next time. 